Hey everybody, tonight's podcast is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Uh, if you have something to promote that's not on fire, uh, give Adam Stippy Jones a call at 281-798-1996. Uh, buttons are a great way to promote a business, a project, or any other thing that's going on. If it's available to do in this boxed in society uh he also does bottle openers and mirrors he also does magnets so give him a call um get something going uh you can also email him at info at lonestarbuttons.com and if you want to get some buttons thrown in for free use the coupon code i want to suck on your hairy tits and he will gladly help you out with that uh we're also brought to you by jessica Dieter, agent of insurance I'm going to record that so I can just say it once instead of repeat it hundreds of times. Anyway, uh, if you need home, auto, flood, or renter's insurance, give Jess a call at 281-607-5263. She will, she will endeavor to save you some cash on a really great policy, or three, or four, whatever you need. Uh, we're also brought to you by Destro's Treasure. Uh, that is my art store uh, that I have with my wife. She makes jewelry, I make art. Together, we're that thing. So go to etsy.com slash shop slash Destro's Treasure and get your freak on. Okay, uh, <laughs> coming to you pre-recorded live from Atomic Gauge Studio A in beautiful Pasadena, Texas. It's the Re- it's the Revenge of the World podcast with your host, me, Gabe Google Me Dieter. And tonight on the second microphone, Zach Ibarra. Thank you. Zach Ibarra! Uh, there's nothing beautiful about Pasadena. It's, it looks like Mordor. <laughs> hey, uh, don't you live in Baytown? Yeah, it's like Baytown? the sister cousin of Mordor, sure. Yeah, I hear the wings flapping of, uh, I don't know what kind of birds <laughs> you have. Giant uh, fish-eating birds as, yeah. I, as I pass over that yellow bridge. If you just uh, go on Instagram and you look at the hashtags on Baytown, there's quite some disturbing, like, there's like a, a doll baby in the dark deep water like in the water it's like dark and disgusting yeah the bay's nice ish down yeah <laughs> about three hours south of here it's it's beautiful but actually uh there was one time the water i think it was algae or something like anytime you would like run in the water it's it's like glow it was crazy i thought you were gonna say you get diarrhea <laughs> no 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 it's like the water would splash like the algae that came up was like i don't even know it hmm. Safe. I mean, you could probably Bi- say it was radioactive. Luf- luminescent. Yeah, there's a science to it. I'm not really sure, but. Cool. Well, you. Uh, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Because for me, I wanted you on to talk because for one, you were interested, and I'm always looking for guests, uh, especially since Brennan, my co-host, probably won't be coming back. I think. I don't know. Anyway, I'll fill in until he gets back, <laughs> if he ever comes back, or until you find somebody else. How does that? Uh, how's that mic treating you? It's pretty good. I, that Red Bull starting Brennan's to hit me. Brennan's mic. Oh, his sloppy second He's mic. He's going to be jealous now. Oh, man. Uh, it's a privilege to have me talk on it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you have a family business. Yeah, so and, my, uh, my, my grandfather started um, El Toro Mexican Restaurant back in 1960, and it's 
pretty much turned into an empire. You know, um, the sister company, Gringos, everybody probably knows around Houston. I think there's like 15 locations. Um, that uncle, that particular uncle that kind of branched off, he, he's had a lot of success. He started Burritos. He, um, he started another concept called Burger Libre, and then he, another concept called uh, Jimmy Changas, which is blowing up pretty big. Um, I also have uh, two of my other uncles, which is, um, of course, my grandpa's kids, uh, sons, uh, Johnny Tamale nearby on the Beltway, and then um, Iguana Joe's. I think there's one on the Beltway. Is on- Johnny his real first name? No, no. I, oh, okay. Um, that's just the name they came up with back in the day. So they came up with the name Johnny, like no Johnny Tamale. Uh huh. Yeah. So I don't. So uh, my my uncle that uh, started Gringos. He he was actually just two of my uncles that kind of worked together and started Gringos. But one of them branched away from Gringos and started Johnny Tamale. I don't know where he got the name from. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah, I mean, Burger but it was, wasn't named after anybody in particular. Uh, you know what? I've never asked him about it. You know, Do they have like, a mascot? Johnny Tamale. I don't think so. Hmm. That'd be interesting. No, the only one right now, I think uh, El Toro, of course, we have like a bull mascot that we use, but uh, Jimmy Changas is like a monkey, like a hmm. cartoon monkey. Funny story, we're in Cancun. Like, is uh, it Changa monkey? Uh, Chango is monkey, but oh, okay. I think they were trying to go for like a chimichanga, but it was like Jimmy hmm. Changa. I don't know if it has a rank to hmm. it. But we were on vacation back, you know, like 14 years ago. This was like years before it was a concept. You're a little too Oh, sorry. Uh, years before it was a concept, my my cousin had just gotten Illustrator, talking about Illustrator. Yeah. And he, in the hotel room, just drew a little monkey. And like 10 years later, they came up with that concept and that was their logo. So. Oh, wow. That's cool. So, yeah, the names and the logos and all that stuff just kind of happen. It's yeah. not like, I don't think there's a lot of deep thought into it. So There's also El Matador, right? Yes, El Matador, my grandfather also, um, a couple years, maybe 10 years after he started the restaurant business, started uh, working on his own tortillas, and it kind of got real big, and he started getting machinery and stuff, and now it's like, they do quite a, uh, really well. They they were, uh, re- just recently, uh, got some orders from Jordan, the country, in the Middle East, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're going global, so it's pretty cool. That's Very awesome. fun. Man, I love, uh, like, when, when my, my wife uh, was asking about, you know, the the where I went to interview and and uh, get get the job with you guys. Uh, I was telling him about the place and like its layout and stuff, and how when I first got there, there was a tiny little restaurant at the end of this like warehouse type thing, and then uh, I didn't know where to go in, so I went through the only open door, and it was this giant tortilla factory. I mean, not giant, but. It was pretty impressive because yeah, nice. you don't you don't ever see anything like that, or yeah. I never have, and uh, it was pretty impressive. Like you had a bunch of dudes and, and ladies working. Uh, it's like the slaughterhouse for cows, but it's like corn, and yeah, that's where your tortillas come from. It's yeah, crazy. it it is nuts, man. And and they supply all the tortillas for uh, El Toro. Yeah, uh, yeah. So basically, uh, the El Toros and the Gringos. Um, um, majority of the restaurants, I think there's like only like 10% or less of the family that don't get those tortillas mm. um, or tortilla chips. Um, but also, too, I mean, it, it's much more than that. I mean, there's there's like big companies, Cisco. That or, factory makes chips, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's actually, you walked into our flower line, the corn is down the street. Oh. So it's like maybe three times that size. Wow. Yeah. So. I'd like to see that someday. Oh. Since you work for us, you can go in there whenever you want. I won't get shot. No, just wear a mask. Okay. And a hairnet. <laughs> oh, so, okay. And you'll be good to go. Awesome. Well, uh, 
the first day I was talking to you, uh, I immediately had the idea to have you on the podcast because we started talking about like uh, conspiracies like right away. Oh yeah, it was kind of weird. Like, kind of thought like, how how is this happening? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I've been looking for a job for a year. I get one, and this guy is talking to me about conspiracies right now. It's like, well, it, it worked out. Yeah, people you know freak out when they're like, oh, you believe this or you believe that. It's just like who. It's not that a believer, not that there's information out there that no, hasn't been investigated. We should probably look into it. So I, I always listen to Joe Rogan and stuff, and I think he's a real fair, uh, I guess, referee when it comes to this stuff. And uh, so it's he sniffs out bullshit fairly easily. Yeah, yeah, and he he calls people out too. And I, I like the fact that you know he'll have a uh, uh, Joe no Ronald Jones no that's the running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hold on, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Yeah. Yeah, he was calling him out last time. He's like, okay, hold on, hold on. And he was like pulling up websites and where he would get the information and all that. Like, where are you getting this stuff from? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, that, was, that was interesting to me because Alex Jones is so easy to dismiss. And I've done it myself. I'm guilty of it. But he looked up every story and it was legit. But, I mean, it sounded outlandish when, when he said it, but everything checked out. It was really weird. Yeah, you get so deep into it, and it's just like all these things are, it's like all the stars are aligning, and it's like the, not everything could be coincidence. And, it, and only a fool, you know, you have to be a fool to think that, well, that's like 15 coincidences in a row that all have to, re- that all relate to each other. And it's just like, man, there have been nights where, you know, you're researching, you're like reading up on it. It's like, no way, no way. And all these people know each other, and they're all doing all these crazy things. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, if we didn't have microphones in front of us right now and we were just talking and planning, like, you know, the next drink menu or whatever, that, you know, uh, let's see, and Casole heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, ooh, they're conspiring something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude, it's just what people do when they have their own motives. Like, for sure. You don't think rich people, you know, billionaires get together and, and try to figure things out, like how to make more money? And, sometimes nefarious ways like okay okay or or governments even that was that wasn't the best example but i will give you something (laughs) similar the um so you you've been to the el toro on garth road it's massive Mm -hmm. beast it's like huge okay i love that place oh yes sir well we we started building that around the same time our competitor around the corner like you know the walmart is like right there right around the corner they started building at the same time so uh when they were both complete the luna's owner said that we stole his blueprints oh wow yeah did you have the same architect no we didn't oh wow but they if you look at the buildings they actually like have the same shape like the outer shell i guess you would say have like the same uh similar look so Hmm. it's funny you said that i mean drink many yeah it could be i guess it could that could happen too i think uh all restaurants are kind of like oh they stole that from us yeah Mm. i could see that a lot of restaurants copycat they're just copycats yeah everybody's just copying each other what works yeah uh i see a lot of similarities between different tex-mex places especially yeah but fuck them uh <laughs> what else yeah. i mean uh conspiracy stuff in general what what's your favorite conspiracy mm, the well i think one that you kind of could look at now and see what's going on in the world it's just like the deep state and there there's a force out there of rich evil that just want to have control of everything and uh it's kind of reaching into governments and, and you kind of kind of see people like you could show them, you know, you could show them something and they'll see it and they'll still go against it. And it's just like, man, 
these people are like brainwashed. It's like, what? We just watched the same thing. I, I, and before this podcast, before we started, I told you about me and this uh, guy. Um, we, we have, we're friends of friends, but we both saw this thing that was pretty political about that Kyle, I think it's Kyle Rittenhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I know I saw, um, I didn't read too much into it. I mean, I just saw the viral videos of him kind of retreating, shooting a guy. And then I saw another video of him retreating and shooting a guy. And he kind of looked into it. He's like, yeah, I was, uh, he had to drive across state, worked, he worked at a business and he, he went over there to protect it from the looters and the rioters and stuff. And this guy was trying to tell me that he was like a white supremacist, dude. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, I didn't see that. I just saw the video of where he's getting chased down. And, and I think anybody with a brain would never pursue somebody with a gun, especially like a, an assault rifle strapped to their chest. So um, anyway, I don't know. We're, we're going down this rabbit hole of conspiracy. But yeah, I would say the deep state is like the biggest one, I guess my most favorite. Yeah. Not that it's my favorite. I mean, it's like, I think that's the biggest conspiracy. Well, you'd, you'd call that globalism, right? Globalism. Yeah. Yeah. And I I mean, if you don't, Trump has uh, called out globalism since he first got into office. You know, he, he even talked to other countries about it. Uh, I think it was in the G8 um, one or two years ago. It was wasn't that far back. It wasn't like 2016 or anything. But he was talking about how, you know, presidents before him were more willing to put the United States on the back burner in order to be cooperative with other countries. And he's he just wasn't willing to do that anymore. Yeah, you look so. at the well, you know, you look at that was it Paris climate thing and it's like for me it's like I mean, you pulled us out, yeah, but you look at all those other countries and stuff, and I think China was, like, one of the big ones. That's like, It's all about, like, the control and your pollution and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, China was way beyond, like, the worst, they're the worst country when it comes to pollution, and you have all these other countries that are in it, but they have to hold us, like, to, to the highest standard, and, and we are. I think if the past couple of years, we've been, like, the, the best or the lowest pollution or the lowest carbon emissions, and, and we've been excelling at that, so, um, you know pulling us out of it um and us still maintaining our clean energy are probably the cleanest in the world you know it's just why do we all have to be on like these agreements that nobody follows like north korea and all these people like oh and iran with the nuclear stuff yeah it's crazy i think china is i mean I, I think i said that this in the last like four podcasts like china's a big problem yeah they're like, dirty they're, they're they're dirty in a lot of ways <laughs> like yeah they're i just saw i just saw um a video and this guy, you know, he his whole YouTube channel is basically policing China's activity. Uh, and this one video was about them overfishing the whole world. Like, these boats just go out all over the planet and overfish. Like, they, they're just so greedy about about yeah. wanting everything they can possibly get. And he said it's it's in their culture to do that because they've gone through, like, severe famine and... They just want to get everything they can while they can. And it, make, like, it makes sense. Have you ever played Age of Empires? No. Oh, okay. Well, it's a game where there's resources, and eventually the game, you run out of resources, and then, yeah, if you don't do it in time, like, if, if you're not on top of it, all the other teams will take all the resources, and you're pretty much screwed. Yeah. But, and that's, that's kind of what globalism is all about, too. They want to manage resources all over the world. And how many people are alive? Ooh, was it 500 million or something like that? I don't know what those cuckoo people are talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, okay, so do you know about the Georgia Guidestones? Mm, uh, no. 
I it's uh if you told me about it, I might have heard about it, but I didn't know that's what it was called. It's like uh this um you know the the what is that steel thing that they found in the desert? Uh the monolith? The monolith. I was gonna say obelisk, but uh so it's these three it looks like monoliths. They're made out of stone and on the top putting them all all three of them together is a capstone and engraved in this whole this the whole thing is like uh the tenets of globalism basically like yeah uh, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. called that but and this wasn't put there like many millions like, or thousands of years ago this is no, like no, recent recent yeah yeah yeah, yeah, last, yeah. Like, so 30, i do know about that 20 30 years uh and it's and it's written in i don't know like a, a bunch of languages but they're it's like a new uh uh there are like books out there that like tell you how to take over the world and it's like one through it's like 12 steps and then like one through 11 is already like accomplished or maybe all of them i don't even know yeah but it's I like mean, there's movies there's movies you yeah. can watch about this shit well it's like it's crazy and it you know julian assange got arrested and i thought that was pretty cool the book he had to he had this book in his hand while he was getting arrested and if you look at that book it talks about if you don't have access to all the information like if, if you don't have the freedom to research and see all the information, then you're not truly free. <clears throat> and that's one of the things in that those 12 steps or whatever, like control the media, control the food source, control the banks, control the, the like uh, the fuel, what is that, uh, resources, uh, other resources, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and on top of that, I hate paying taxes. Damn, I pay 25% <laughs> taxes. It's like, damn, you know, just think about how much more I could have fun with, with 25, you know, 25 more percent. Yeah. And, I could get into this. I mean, this is like another thing, but like even businesses, like we have to, like you pay taxes and then we have to match your taxes as a business. We got to match them. So think about how it sucks to, for you to pay taxes. Imagine if you have like 200, 300 employees. Yeah. Yeah. So when people say like, oh, you know, bu- businesses are rich, you know, there, there's a lot of sacrifice. I mean, there's a lot of stress that comes with it. Cause if, if for example, you're down to 50% in a restaurant, you know, you, you need that 50% to, to make ends meet. You yeah. know, that PPP money was like awesome. Like that was a huge help. If we didn't, well, for for a while we were, um, of course we're building a new, yeah, we're, we're building a new location. And so we had some money, um, that, you know, we could, that we had saved up. So, um, that helped us for the first like three months, but then that PPP money came through. Um, and so that kind of carried us. We, we didn't lay off any like salary jobs. So that was a, that was a blessing in disguise. So, yeah, that's good. What, uh, so how is how's the pandemic affected you guys? Um, fortunately, you know we, we strive to be the best. So when when you're when you're always doing good, um, when you're always excelling and, and beating your competitors on every aspect, um, you're able to take those blows. I mean, fortunate for us, like a lot of restaurants are down like fifty percent, and we're only down for the year. We're only down ten percent. So um, a lot has to do with we have massive restaurants. You think you know that the restaurant that Gabriel's been to is is like. 450 seats but i mean it, i mean we've been around for a while i mean we we're, we come from old money so you're talking about uh el toro no uh <coughs> laporte yeah LaPorte oh. <laughs> yeah so that was the first restaurant in the you know the abara the abara dynasty um uh, but uh yeah so when you're when you only have 30 tables and you're cut down to 15 i mean that's crazy you know think about um okay so you know, you lived in your house for quite some time, you know, um, but you still have a mortgage to pay. Yeah. But and, and you bought a car and you maybe took in a pet or something like that. But now you're only getting half your paycheck or half your income. I mean, a lot of people couldn't make it, you know, yeah. if you think in a sense like that. And uh, that's basically <clears throat> my 
my position. I mean, yeah, you, and I you were telling me, yeah. <laughs> Good thing. I, I mean, if my wife didn't have such a great job, <clears throat> we'd be in real trouble, you know. Yeah. Uh, the pandemic took <laughs> real money out of my out of my pocket. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And uh, you know, I just want to say, like, to anybody listening, if you're gonna risk going to a restaurant, get the appetizers, buy your plate, get a dessert. Buy some mixed drinks and tip your waiter well, you know, because uh, that's that's how that's the only way people are going to be able to survive, you know. Yeah, you know, it's so sad. And thank God, you know, we're in Texas, but I mean, some of those other states, you know, they're California is completely shut down. It's insane. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, it, it's so hard to watch restaurant owners in California like. There's going to be a revolt. Like, oh yeah, for real. Yeah, there needs to be. There, those guys are Nazis over there. I mean. How are you going to tell somebody not to go out to eat and then you're like eating in a restaurant with all glass windows with like 30 people or 20 people, whatever, Gavin Newsom or whatever? Yeah. I mean, I know, I mean, I lean more conservative, but that's just wrong, you know? <laughs> just to, if you're going to, if you're going to, um, what is it, rule over people, but then you're not following your own rules, Nancy Pelosi going to hair salons, but she's shutting them down, you know, stuff? Yeah. That stuff's kind of crazy. I mean, I, you know, I, I've always lived by, you know, treat others how you want to treat yourself. And yeah. so, like, if I want to do something, I'm going to treat, I'm going to, and I was ruling, I would be like, I'm going to let you guys do it too. Because that's, that's the fair thing to do. And I don't know. Uh, I mean, COVID's like another topic, but yeah, with, for those other restaurant owners, like, you can't operate on 50%. There's no way. I was saying uh, before, you know, we're fortunate enough to have 450 seats. So, I mean, at least we have half of 450, but a lot of uh, mom and pop restaurants only have like the little port store which is like 30 tables so you go down to 15 man ain't nobody got time for that i mean like let us have all 30 tables or you know I, let people eat at their own risk you know if they want to go out and eat yeah i mean yeah some um, people take their kids to like Chuck E. cheese i mean those things are probably filled with bacteria dude like, i i seriously think that i got covid from Chuck E. cheese in february ruined my birthday like but did I you really, die no i did not have you had obviously. the flu before uh yeah I how would you worse. compare i felt worse from the flu but from whatever i had it, it attacked my lungs like i could not fucking breathe mm -hmm. I, I could barely like walk across the room without having to lean I, on something i never get sick and and i think it was in february when i when i got i think i had i allegedly or assumed that i had covid because i never get sick and i was sick for three days and I, mean, my girlfriend was saying you were moaning in your sleep, and she's like, "I thought you were having naughty dreams." I was like, <laughs> "No, I'm legitimately sick. Like I'm in like I can't even get out of bed." But uh, I was just like, "It'll pass." And then I had one uh, one of my employees that was like really concerned. She's like, "You need to go to the doctor. You need to go get tested." I'm like, "Dude, like I'm just gonna take vitamins, take some Nyquil, like um, you know, and just chill. I mean, I'm healthy." So yeah. Well, in the beginning of of people having a quarantine i think it was suggested that only people that it would r really affect quarantine and mm -hmm. everybody else go about their lives but you never you never really can tell who's gonna really have problems with it not well if you have a weak immune system uh that's what they say or like say you're diabetic and stuff like that that's the that's the people that say they have the highest risk to it because yeah. your body's already fighting something like like crazy bad and yeah. now you're adding on this slightly modified flu made in china <laughs> that they created and that's the only way they could beat us they have to play dirty like release the the killer hornets there's like the conspiracy stuff man killer hornets and covid and i do have a, a conspiracy with covid and it was you know brought up like like that uh when my friend was telling me you know he was questioning how they made the 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 vaccine so quickly 
and I told him like, well, if you made the if you made the virus, you're gonna have an antidote for it, right? <laughs> and somebody's gonna of make. A I mean, look at Bill Gates. He's he's yeah. always right there. Hey guys. Yeah. Yeah. You got AIDS? Come here. I got something for you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It's just uh, these people are sick, man. I I don't know. I, I it's hard to believe. Like you said, I mean, how do you come out with something so fast? Oh. Didn't China come out with the vaccine, right? Isn't that where the vaccine's from? I mean, it has. Uh, remember that? I, I sent you the picture, didn't I? It had all like Chinese writing on it. Oh, the video. Oh, it was yeah, it was a video. Yeah, but yeah. like on the box, it was like all Chinese. Like it, I don't know, man. That video, that lady seemed kind of cuckoo. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't really look too much into it. Actually, one of my crazy conspiracy ex-marine guys sent it to me, and I just watched it. I'm like, yeah, that's right. And I was just like, I was um, I don't know. I sent it to you because I was like, I don't know. We're about to have a podcast. Let's get let's yeah. let's talk about some stuff. Well, no, like as as far as like conspiracies go, I'm real moderate on stuff. Mm -hmm. But I like to use my imagination to like push things over the edge, like make them kind of crazy. But there's some people out there that that just believe in like I don't know. I don't I don't even know how to explain it. Like like I, I think I have a, a pretty good bullshit meter. I've I've been lied to a lot, and I. Yeah. Uh, I can kind of tell when somebody's either lying or or their their judgment is faulty or uh, they're just believing something kind of weird that doesn't make a lot of sense. Are you saying they're saying stuff when you know they didn't do any research and you could tell? Definitely, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or their research. There's a lot of websites that are just like crackpot, don't make any sense, bring a lot of like weird religious stuff into it. Like Okay, uh, like the rapture. Yeah, it's, it's gonna happen yeah, yeah. next year. That's a red flag, man. Yeah. Well, uh, if you're if you're truly Christian, Jesus, I think uh, in the Bible, I, I should be more familiar with it. But nobody knows. Nobody knows when Jesus is coming back. Yeah. So, Jesus might come riding an asteroid. I don't know. I don't know. He might come through one of the alien portals. <laughs> that on the one of the topics we're gonna talk about later. Yeah. Maybe. Are we? Is that on the list? I don't know if we have time. I think we got that. Okay. We're only uh, 30 minutes into the show. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. You can do this this whole thing four more times. Right. No, uh, you I wanna, mean, I'm, I'm here for the long run. You want to get on some day. news? Let's do it. Let's do it. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. Speaking of uh, crackpot websites, <laughs> did I send you this one? <laughs> yes, you did. Oh yeah, uh, I knew there was something up when it said Channel Four Eleven News. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of weird. But yeah, you know, I thought it was maybe a local website or like a local Georgia website. So I was like, oh, it's legit. I'm like one of those crazy. It must be true because well, it the, goes with what I believe. The headline: Breaking Treason. <laughs> I mean, that's like that's like the maximum uh, thing you can say about somebody that might be an election cheater i don't know uh so we've both been following the uh the election contesting and uh it doesn't seem like it's caught on for half the country no uh, well i mean if you're if you're a trump supporter you automatically just it's rigged but i don't know i mean what's what's like okay so it started out with the mail-in ballots or whatever and everybody's like oh those aren't legit and stuff but then people started talking about the Dominion systems, which is in like six or a couple states. I don't even know. I think yeah. it's like thirteen or something. But it, they're like, well, who makes the machines? And they're like, it's like it's like um, who's that Hugo 
Hugo Chavez. What guys? That Venezuelan. They they uh they had a part in it early on. Yeah. Yeah, Venezuelan guys had like the the technology, and then somehow China was funding it or something. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know, dude. That the, I I the just Clintons were mentioned. Uh, whenever I read about it, the what? The Clintons. Oh, so yeah, I think Soros has his hand in it too. Like, oh, really? yeah, he's like he's all, funding all the baddies are. Yeah, uh, all the involved. baddies are in it, and. No, it's crazy. Like the past four years, you know, you've heard you've heard Russian collusion and stuff like that, interference yeah. in elections. Okay, well, all, all the Republicans are asking. I say we because I, I, you know, like I live conservative. All they're asking is to like legitim, like go through and and legitimize it, and let's let's do let's make sure they weren't hacked because they were like connected to Wi-Fi or something. Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying allegedly. They're connected to the internet. There's a German ser- Ger- there's a server in Germany, Dominion server that was raided. Yeah. By our army, which I don't know how they had act- like they just sent in the army, like send in the army to Germany. Like I don't even. When was this? I didn't hear about uh, that. This was a uh, couple weeks ago. It was like three. It was like uh, maybe a week after the election or a week and a half. Might have been two weeks. Hmm. But there was like some Dominion servers in Germany where like I guess that's like the midway point of where they were. Some information was going through. I don't know if it was. Uh, uh, was it Russia? I don't know. Super strange. Yeah, there's just like a bunch of people with their hand in the Dominion bag, like the bad, the baddies. Is that what you said? Yeah, the baddies. The baddies. Yeah, there's something fishy about it, and all all they're asking there's is something fishy about every aspect of this election, dude. Like, yeah, I know. And if it were up to me, let's just redo. A, let's have like no melon ballots, no foreign um, Dominion systems that have servers in Germany and that aren't funded by um zuckerberg george soros and china like well i mean people were concerned about covid you know so they they push that narrative uh to get people to do mail-in ballots and of course like you know a ton of democrats are going to be doing that because Mm -hmm. you know the, the whole covid thing i think is you know it seems you know we're in texas man it's so hard to like can, can I just neutral? can I just throw something out there yeah, and yeah. and this this is like this isn't conspiracy these are that you could go and Google this like real easy and and simple to understand. Um, so in in two thousand eight we got our first African American president Barack Obama. For those of you who didn't know, you're going you're going right in the direction I was going to go. Okay, yeah, and he won, of course, right? First first African American president. He's intellectual. He's good looking. Um, all right, so. We go through the four years, right? For as far as like presidents go, he's the most presidential. Yeah. Oh yeah. President. Oh, the dude can talk. I mean, he went. We went from Bush to Obama, and it's like night and day. Yeah. Like, oh know? my God, we got a guy that could speak. This I mean, guy can do it. You yeah. Know? And I, I was even excited because I didn't know anything about him. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think you said in your last podcast, you're like, I'm willing to give any, like, I'm I'm willing to let, I'm willing to watch anything once or give give anything a chance once yeah and i don't know what you meant by that but i (laughs) I think this was uh this was along that along those lines yeah but um anyway 2012 comes around and he he doesn't he has a 3.5 million votes less yeah and he still won all right that's cool you know so trump got three million people noticed that he was bombing the shit out of countries that you know, we had Send no business in those drones. And, uh, He's playing, uh, you know, that includes an American teenager that he just drone bombed without a trial or any kind of conviction. Because, quote, he had the wrong dad or his, he, he had a work, uh, he should have had a better father or something like that. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So, was it, uh, so Obama, Obama did great in the election. <clears throat> 
He yeah, did minus three point five million votes. Yeah. Then 2016 comes around. Hillary's supposed to win in a landslide, and Trump beats her. Um, I can't remember the amount of votes that he won with. I think it was like like know, sixty million, sixty-eight or million. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I think it was sixty-eight million. Yeah. Hey, let me go back in my math here. So Trump gains, I think, seven million his next re-election. So he gained seven million, like way better. He did way better, uh, performed way better than Obama did. Yeah. But he lost to Biden this last election supposedly allegedly or up in the air he lost to uh biden by was it seven million votes or uh, no i just I don't seven. even think it was I think that it was, much i think let, it was like a million or something no no look at he lost to biden by like yeah by, let, let's look at how it. many can we look at it can we yeah get, yeah go for it okay well he, i guess another way of looking at it is he blew obama out of the water like biden blew obama out of the water which, with dementia sh- i mean gaffes daily gaffes daily lids like he he couldn't hack it on you know the easiest campaign that any anybody's ever done. Like he didn't have to talk to you know crowds. He didn't have to answer questions. I'm just having trouble here. It's not showing me the popular vote. Oh yeah, so Trump had seventy four point two million and Biden had eighty one point two million. So yeah, seven so six like, million. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a lot of people. It's not rigged. That's though, a lot dude. of people just voting. You know, stop looking into it. It's not rigged. I, you know, even if people hated Trump that much, I still don't think Biden would outperform Joe, uh, Barack Obama by that much. That's crazy. I don't think so either. I mean, it, it's question for uh, it, he should have gotten less than Obama. Well, I mean, I've never seen an it, election stopped in the uh, before that. It's you know, and like at what did they stop it at? Like eleven p.m. They stopped it like seven or eight states. Crazy. It's uh, it's really hard to be in Texas and have a non-biased opinion because you know just the people that we're surrounded by and i'm not i'm not saying this is bad so don't don't no, go there and i know what you mean i went to uh i don't know if but you, you don't see any biden signs anywhere you know right that you, you drive through neighborhoods you don't see like biden signs in people's yards i think and i and and you know it's just so weird and and you you look at the 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 alphabet news agencies and they're not covering this and if they do it's a negative like trump bashing thing and they're not addressing the you know uh, the people you know under oath giving their testimony about this stuff yeah they're not giving giving them the time of day it's crazy um especially be, like if you're in the news like you know you would want to be like wait there's more you're you know and you want to you would want to attack something like that this is the this is the story of the, of the ages yeah, i mean of the ages if if this shit is real and i mean if you're looking at the right sources it there's it's compelling at least you know i don't know if it's it's if it's real or not or if it's totally legit because i mean if it was even covered they could give alternative uh reasons you know or something like that but well you just said you know if just it's real it. if it's real how do we know if it's real because we go back and look but what are they doing like the evidence is getting destroyed i mean they're trying to wipe some they got a hold of some machines and it turned out that they were the the machine was messing with votes like changing votes to trump that was just one county though mm-hmm. one dominion machine in one county and, and people are taking i mean people are test security experts are are testifying that all it takes is a flash drive to rig these dominion machines and in video supposedly i haven't seen it yet but there are people like uh 
concealing flash drives in their hands. And yeah, going suspiciously to, going passing items. Um, Supposedly, uh, there's a vi- there's video of them pulling boxes out from under the tables. Yeah, um, I haven't seen it. I've heard. Leaning about conservative. It. I mean, I could go with the. They're pulling the suitcases from underneath the table. Somebody, there was another report though. I saw a guy, uh, this other news station, and they went back before the vid, before the suitcase pulling out, and they said that they were wheeled in there as they were counting. So they're like, okay, we're put these are this one's on deck, this one's in the hole, kind of thing. And they got a phone call to stop counting. We don't know who called them and told them that. But after everybody, after all the poll watchers left. Four remained, and they got another phone call like, hey, it's too late to stop counting. Go ahead and continue to count. So we don't know who's calling these people and telling them to stop counting because I know the past few elections I've been alive, I think it's been three or maybe three or four, that you always know by the end of the night. Yeah. yeah. And I know there was one, okay, there's one where it's like, okay, they said Gore won and then come, come to find out. It was, yeah, Gore won the but, popular vote. But you knew by the next day and there was no shenanigans. The shenanigans list is very long on this. <laughs> on this one, yeah. It's crazy. It's uh, super crazy. So <laughs> we we got into the weeds on that one. Uh, oh, yeah. So I this article says breaking treason. Uh, Georgia government Governor Kemp and California Governor Newsom bought off by communist China in COVID supplies kickback and money laundering schemes. Source. I did try to read this a little bit. Uh, I think I read a little bit of it, but I don't. I this, think it just, it just came across it after I was telling you about how uh, get what's this guy's name? Gavin uh, Newsom. No, this is actually uh, they talk about Gavin Kemp. Newsom in California, but this is Kemp in yeah. Georgia. His daughter uh, was dating some guy that worked in the Republican senator for those Georgia Republican senators, and he ended up dying in a car crash. So I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, you know, shit happens, but uh, the timing of it is. Kind of suspect. Yeah, it's just all this craziness is going on, and the governor's potential future son-in-law dies in a car crash who worked for two other uh, Georgia senators. Um, He's 20 years old, and you know know, those young young American guys that want to get into politics, and they see some, maybe they saw something bad, kind of, what the Seth, what's the Seth guy? Seth Rich. Seth Rich. They yeah. see something that they know is wrong, and they're so young that they're like, I got to tell somebody. Yeah. And before you get to your car, you're dead. In this case, he got to his car, but he died in his car. So yeah, I, I'm not saying that, that re- this is the Seth Rich thing where it's that bizarre, but it's just something to kind of think about. Yeah, it is. It's a... Uh... But this this Georgia this Georgia governor like uh, him and Trump have been battling on Twitter with um, Trump's telling him to to certify the the signatures on the ballots yeah and he's agreeing with them he's like yeah we should and he's the governor but he's like not really holding anybody to the flame he's just kind of just like yeah I told him on, and he tweeted back like I told him on the 28th the 29th and the fourth the day before the son-in-law died or yeah. huge potential son-in-law dating his daughter so the example. Yeah, the example. Uh, yeah. Yikes. I mean, he, but he, he has been, there's like a uh, commercial out with him, like, with all these, like, chi- like uh, not that it's, like, super bad, but he's just promoting a lot of Chinese business, and there's, like, in the video, there's, like, a Chinese flag behind him, so all these people are like, oh, he's a Chinese, like, puppet or something like that. I don't know. This one's yep. just kind of weird. The source for this is the natural news, and they are kind of seen as, you know, kind of wacky, but... I actually like the natural news, and but you know, I sincerely believe that nine eleven was an inside job. 
So if you don't believe me on oh, that, yeah. or agree with me on it's, that, it's scientifically uh, impossible for a plane to bring back down steel like that. It's like a. It's like if you throw a or shoot a, a can, you know, three hundred miles an hour into a brick wall. It's just gonna just. It's just gonna like. It's gonna crumble. Crumble. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what would happen um, with a plane into a steel building. That's like made of. I mean, the wind blows it, and it doesn't ever snap. So. Yeah, they they talked about the. Uh, I mean, we're getting off into the weeds, but jet fuel. The amount of jet fuel that was on the plane, and it was shown in a graph compared to the size of the building. And it's like nothing. And like 100% of it went up in, in that fireball, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just weird, man. I want to retract my statement that the wind blows it, nothing happens. That was kind of dumb to say. Sorry. The wind blows it? Well, I was just saying you could see it like blow. Like they say some days it kind of like sways. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was made to do that. But it was also made to withstand a, a jet crashing into it. Yes. So there you go. Uh, what else on this story? You know that... I, I feel like I've been bashing China a lot, and, you know, as a country, I'm, I'm really trying not to, uh, but their government controls everything there, so... and yeah, it's not the people's And fault. they're extremely wealthy, that country. Uh, how much money would it take to buy off? I mean, how much money would it take to buy off uh, politicians in this country? Not that much, I don't think. So, like, and, I mean, this isn't like... I haven't seen it or can't describe it with my own eyes. But, I mean, you look at some of these politicians, uh, and I I would say, like, Barack Obama, I think being the first African-American president, yeah, you're going to sell some books. You're going to make a couple million, but he's, like, way wealthy. Like, and what what a lot of these politicians, like uh, this guy from Georgia, supposedly, he was, um, and I think that's what they were talking about in this article with Newsom. Like, they were buying a lot of COVID products, like masks and stuff. Yeah. And, and. So what they'll do is they're like, oh, yeah, we need all these medical supplies. We'll buy them from China, and in return, we'll get this under-the-table check, you know, cash. And you see this all the time. Like, why do we give a lot of these countries money? You know, what's in it for us? What's in it for, like, me and you, taxpayers, you know? Well, it's like uh, it's like they, they, they funnel this money through their family. Yes. And <laughs> it's, it's super hard to investigate. Sorry. You're giving me this shifty look. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, no. I did like the whole cough and like say a name thing. Oh, okay. it didn't work out. I, I didn't hear it. I didn't want to like spit on your mic. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, people funnel money through their Ukraine might be involved in stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it can't be that hard for anybody that wants to, to pay politicians off. If they have a son or a daughter, brother, cousin, whatever, you just funnel that money through them. And everybody gets rich. Or you could just have a foundation and have people donate to it and say it's for a good cause and then just keep all the money. Yeah, half a million dollar for a 30-minute speech. That's kind of shady. If you ask me, I mean, I'm not. Maybe I'd think differently if I was that wealthy. I don't know. Uh, what else we got on this? That was about it. I just It's just what's going on. It, you know, we talked about it pretty much for the past 30 minutes, but that was just like the latest and the news. Editors note the above story has been blocked on all social media. Oh yeah, I was on DuckDuckGo, so you know it's true. Because you, I couldn't find anything going through Google. Really? No, no, I couldn't find anything on anything with uh, the. You are like the first person I I know of that uses DuckDuckGo. <coughs> well, and, yeah, and I I try to look for underground videos. This one this one website that I would religiously go to, I think it was called LeakWire. Uh huh. That's like completely wiped off all internet like i i used to go to it all the time there's like this shooting i don't know if you saw this but there's this uh 
there was like this it was like in like, like ukraine or somewhere where this like uh this radical dude had like like radical verses written on an ak-47 and he was wearing a gopro and he went and like shot up a mosque and he had it all on tape dude like boom 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 like just shooting like just mowing down people and it was so crazy but then you have these guys that watch it and they're like there would be blood everywhere if this so basically it was fake like the shooting like it was kind of like the what are they called white flags no false flags false flag yeah, yeah dude and it's crazy that it never made it over here, but that was a video that was being shown in another country. And so, what does that cause? People are like, we need to get rid of these crazy guns. But, like, if you saw that, it, it was actually really hard to watch. But once you have people, like, debunking it, and you're like, yeah, dude, those bullets would be shredding people. Like, there would be blood everywhere. Because there's, like, 40 people or 30 people in this this building. And, um, and then they kind of go back, and it was like, you could tell they're dummies because, like... Because there's no blood came out of them whenever the bullet would hit them. Hmm. So, but yeah, that that website got taken down. So now I'm like looking at these like knockoff, like not as fun, but they still kind of put these videos out Man, there. That's interesting. <clears throat> that's interesting. I, I'm uh, kind of I kind of want to get in the dark web. Like, wonder what else is out there. Oh shit. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, we've covered on the show. I think England had a budget of like over a million dollars to shoot one video that was like just bogus. Like to to like, use this propaganda, like a fake shooting. Yeah, yeah. And we still don't know what happened in Vegas. Like I read something like a, like some Arabian prince was mad at somebody, and they were in a helicopter. They weren't really shooting out of that window. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That that's a really interesting uh, story. And you know, Vegas Vegas shootings like in my top ten favorite conspiracies. Yeah, uh, Boston bombings up there. Uh, of course, nine eleven. But stuff like that, you're you're never gonna know the details or the truth i mean it's yeah i'm kind of getting fed up i mean like how much. many conspiracies is going to take for us to like kind of say like okay there's something seriously wrong going on like you know things are trying to be buried like people aren't even trying to report you know trying to bury stuff and the cia's <coughs> super powerful fbi like, they're not doing anything about this fraud stuff yeah <coughs> like you should know COVID. like that this stuff yeah you should know that this stuff is going on. Like, if you're the FBI and CIA, like, the Dominion machines, they should have, like, if I, like, because I'm all about justice. Like, I've I've watched tapes from the restaurants trying to find who left their, you know, who took this, one of my cook's bike, you know. And I would sit there for hours, you know, like, trying to figure out, like, okay, was it this guy? This kind of kind of disappeared. Anyway, if you're about justice, you're going to catch people doing bad things. Like, you mm -hmm. want to catch them. And these guys, like, not. Like, they're not even investigating any of this We fraud. have these huge budgets for these alphabet agencies. Yeah. And what do they really do for the American people? Like, yeah. NSA should know everything oh, yeah. about anybody, you know? Uh, there's there's facilities all over the U.S. that, that house digital, that house data, mm -hmm. that we're paying millions of dollars, millions upon millions of dollars. Uh and I, I just watched a documentary on Snowden. I actually thought it was like a like a movie, like not real, but it was actually like a real documentary with Snowden. Like basically before he leaked everything, he was mm -hmm. like they were getting ready, like with the reporters, they were like recording the whole thing. Like, all right, we're about to let this information out. Are you good? He's like, yeah. And um, yeah, what's crazy about it is like the U.S. is still allowed to spy on other countries because they don't have like U.S. like American, you know, United States rights, but they can't do it here supposedly but they could spy like on citizens in other countries because they're not u.s citizens it's crazy yeah but they don't i don't think they need to as much <laughs> because every user's agreement you sign to use facebook or amazon or whatever uh they're gonna spy on you right and you know they're they're legally 
fine to give that data over to anybody they want to. It's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, okay, so what else we got? Uh, we actually covered this uh, this artificial sun in China being built, uh, but what was it yesterday? I guess they turned it on. Um, China turns on nuclear-powered artificial sun. Why would they want to <laughs> build this in the first place? Supposedly, it's like cleaner than anything else that we have right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I was actually looking up nuclear uh, fission? fission versus fusion. Um, hmm. I think once, <clears throat> once taking them apart, once putting them together. My question is, can you look directly into it without going blind <laughs> if it's like the sun? But I have not it's got answers. It's, I mean, I would hope that it's contained because uh, the sun puts out a lot of radiation. <laughs> I guess they're just going off heat then. But it's, it's interesting that this technology is being created on earth i mean i don't know if they should have anything like that because they can't even keep their viruses in their pants yeah that's true uh i don't really expect china to have you know great safety records on on this uh for very yeah, long you're making china look really bad today i am i'm uh i'm good <clears throat> i'm good I, it's the truth though right you know we're just speaking the truth I, it's it's weird man because i have you know a few chinese friends and we don't talk about stuff like this. Like, it seems like Chinese people don't want to talk about their government. Yeah. I, and I, I don't know if that's because they're going to go back there and they don't want to be in trouble. Or maybe they have family there. I, I mean... Yeah, they're what, like, they'll kill my whole family if I speak out against them. Nobody's going to... Nobody in mainland China is going to listen to this podcast and say, hey, you know... I know you know this guy or whatever. You're, you're talking shit, but I don't know. Your podcast has revenge of the world, so they're probably like, <laughs> "Okay, let's see who's seeking revenge on us," and it's gonna pop up. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not an. I, I have no listeners in China, to my knowledge. Uh, it's just weird, man. Like I know we have like uh like they supposedly create black holes with uh you know I forget what the uh like the the collider the yeah. I know what you're proton saying. Proton collider or whatever? Yeah. Anyway. Collider. Yeah. I mean, it's super dangerous stuff. I don't understand why we have to do it now, here. <laughs> well, good thing for us, we're not like bordering them. We're like on the opposite side of the world, so. That's true. That's um, true. Knowing them, they'll probably F it up and it'll reach over here, but we at least we have more time. Mm, that's true. <laughs> anyway, that just uh, makes me nervous I, I, you thinking know, about it. I think on a video I watched before I got here, it was like, I think it was South Korea. I don't think it was North Korea. They were like, they're competing with them, like trying to be the first. I want to say it's uh, South Korea because aren't they like rivals? South Korea and China? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like, yeah. I, would, I think also too in that article is probably talking or that video they're talking about like they're at, they're like tension is really high right now. I know uh, this is a little off topic, but uh, so I was watching this, uh, this UFO documentary and I'm saying that in quotes. But uh, they talked about this one case called blanket on it right now. But it uh, it was in Zimbabwe. Uh, okay. But supposedly this UFO lands. People get out of it. All these children at this. It lands at a school. All these kids get out. This thing. This UFO and and uh, the people that get out of it are seen by at least like fifty people, and mm -hmm. they're all they all have the same story. Uh, so they talk to these little people that get out of it and uh the thing they kept saying over and over again was uh this technology that you're you're using and are creating is damaging uh you and the earth uh you know please stop and reading this story it's like were they talking about 
this like and that was like you know 20 years ago i think so they, they didn't say specifically no they didn't say specifically they weren't guatemalan that came out of the ship were they no they're kind of tiny no okay but they were so, alien like like little cone heads or uh they had some? yeah they were the stereotypical gray aliens graves yeah okay i don't know it just uh reminded me of that and uh I, it makes me nervous uh, learning that, you know, people with bad safety records are, are working on technology that could really fuck us up. What can you do? <sighs> Not much. Not me. Not much. Uh, yeah, so I think... We could put sanctions on them. I think that, that hurts them pretty badly. Yeah. Um, That's about it. I don't know, man. What kind of sanctions do we have now? And what good are they doing? <laughs> Good question. I'm not even updated on the sanctions with China right now. Yep. Okay. Next story. Jetman dies. Um. This is from November 17th. Uh. I just came across it, so why not talk about it? Uh. Jetpack test pilot dies during training accident. Um. So I've been following this. I guess it's not a wingsuit. It's a jetpack. It, yeah, it's a jetpack with wings. They launch from uh, airplanes. Uh. At high altitude and. You know, they have this... I mean, I've seen it in G.I. Joe. <laughs> like This jetpack is sweet. Yeah, it's it's this wing that straps to his back, and uh, I think he has boots with jets on them, right? Uh, I didn't see the boots with jets. I think, I think they're boots. Uh, if not, then the wings themselves have the jets. Yeah, I think it's the wings that have the jets. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I have seen them with boots, uh, boot jets. But yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's a wild technology to develop but uh did you see the video of him actually dying because i couldn't find that i was trying to find uh, it yeah i don't really look for that kind of stuff but uh how do you know what happened gabe well i mean i trust the source (laughs) okay okay no but uh so is this guy taken off from the ground yeah there's video i think that isn't that one you sent me yeah you didn't watch what you sent me on the video i I didn't watch the video but i've seen i've seen them take off from planes oh okay okay yeah like he, there just, is there is somewhere they, taking... they jump out like they're gonna parachute and then they they fly through the freaking city dude it's sweet it's insane like yeah. i've i've been skydiving before a couple times but this is like on a totally different level i think i want to say they're going like 160 or something really yeah it was i mean he's zooming yeah that's crazy probably how he crashed it's uh i mean you look at people that fly like fighter jets and you realize, you know, accidents happen in training exercises with fighter jets. But, I mean, there's no... Th- this has a, a parachute on it, right? I think on the back of the I wing, would think that if I was getting in a jetpack, I would not get on it if it didn't have, like, some <laughs> sort of safety. Yeah, I think they do have, like, a small par- uh, uh, parachute on it. But, like, you know, in a jet plane, it's tested technology for, you know, what, 50 years, 60 70 years maybe yeah from like the world world I mean, war ii german still jets. Flying planes from world war ii uh you gotta have a set of gigantic nuts to or i mean or these people aren't something out of this world down there you wouldn't think that you know this was done out of stupidity because you have to i would think be pretty smart to operate something like this no it's a super tragedy and supposedly this guy's like a major athlete like he knows what he's doing he's the guy for the job and it, that sucks to see him go like that I, I mean i haven't seen him go in the video but i assume it was pretty bad well yeah anything i mean hopefully 
I saw this cargo jet one time. It's very sad, very, very sad. They they took off, but they didn't strap down like their heavy cargo. It's like one of those heavy cargo cranes. So you see it go, and he had to like start climbing, dude, because he was like starting to lose momentum or something, and it just falls like straight backwards down into the Damn. ground, dude, and blows. And you just, I think I like teared up because I was like, dude, that's that's a terrible way to go. You know, somebody didn't do their job, and then now you're like getting sucked back into the earth. Yeah. To a bomb. So this guy's name is uh, what was his name? Rafet. Rafet. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Vince Rafet. Uh. Known for soaring high above the skyline using jet powered wingsuit uh, as part of the Jetman Dubai team. Uh, uh, Rafet and his team have made several incredible appearances, including screaming through the air up to 124 miles per hour after hurtling out of a plane circling over Dubai. Yep, pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. I saw this video of them uh, flying next to planes. It's just crazy, man. It's hard. It's hard to understand. Like I've seen a lot of wingsuit, you know, unpowered wingsuit people fly. Yeah. Uh, but they're gliding. You know, they they actually do have a parachute, and I've actually seen one lose his life uh, trying to fly under a bridge. Oh man! And uh, he hit the bridge. Sucks. I've actually had dreams like that where I hit like a brick wall going like 150. Really? Yeah. Wow. I wonder what that means. I don't want to find out. I really, I just, (laughs) I actually like the next day while I'm driving, I'm just like going in the slow lane and yeah, I've had had dreams of uh, getting in car accidents and it actually makes me drive safer. Oh, okay. Listen to this. So, so it was actually pretty similar dreams. One was me. Okay. So I live close to Baytown, which is towards Louisiana. And there's a certain point like right after Baytown where uh, during hurricanes or flooding, it like you can't drive on I-10 anymore because it's just all flooded. It hits like a point where it's all flooded. So one of my dreams was that I was driving like 100 miles an hour and I just it turns into like water. I just go into it and I woke up. I had another dream similar where I'm, this was like two two times in a week. Well then, oh, I never showed you that freak accident. Yeah, there's this freak accident that happened um, to me like that next week. So I think that is what it like. It was like a warning. What kind of freak accident? Okay, so I, I leave this restaurant, I turn on to, it's like downtown Houston, and I'm like driving down the street, and I hear like this, bam, 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 and I was like, dude, there's so much crazy shit going on, oh, yeah, you could curse on here, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, um, dude, I think somebody's shooting a gun, and my girlfriend just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I'm like, I was like, shut up, like, nothing's going on, like, hold on, I'm trying to figure out what's going on, so what happened was, this, we're at a red light, and this uh, car... This drunk driver was going like 80, I'm estimating 80, because I got, I'll show you after the podcast. You but, did show me. Our, oh, our I did show you. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so this guy leaves this restaurant like right, and he's driving right behind us going like 80 on like a 30 mile an hour zone. And I'm like cocooned with like four cars around me. And this car is going so fast that he totaled three cars because he comes barreling through. And since he hit a car weird. He did like some sort of like fast and furious where he goes on two wheels, goes right by my window and like cracks a telephone pole and like ends up rolling right in front of me, like slowly, so slow, like right in front of me that I thought he was just, I thought he got a green light because I have no idea what's going on. I'm thinking oh, there's wow. gunshot. Yeah. I like look at, there's a car going in front of me. So I automatically like, I assume he's just going cause he has a green light. I look behind me and like, I still don't know what's going on. And I start getting out. Like I kind of like stop cause like, there's a car like with its hazards on and I get out and look there's like four total cars two of them got hit the guy behind me like just got spooked and bumped me in the back but yeah 
I, I missed, I mean. Did you get whiplash from that little bump? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. And that guy drove off. What an a-hole, you know? Oh, man. Yeah. Anyways, luckily I didn't end up like the other cars. Like three cars got totaled. I was in the incident report. I could have, I mean, you really can't claim insurance on a little minor scratch. So. Did anybody get taken to the ambulance? Um, ambulance? Well, the lady that took the initial impact, like her backside was destroyed. Like if she had anybody in the backseat, they would have died for sure. The front was destroyed and that caused like it was like um like if you were to hit a like on a, a pool table like kind of break the balls mm-hmm. i mean that's exactly what happened to all the cars they just got like oh it turned every which way it was crazy i mean so i was thankful to be alive that day man i actually had to go to, out of town the next day too and i was, was freaking i had to go home and pack still so i didn't get out of there till like 12 30 one o'clock in the morning is that your mexico trip yeah yeah one yeah i actually took two recently hey you uh Man, we're getting way off track, but I don't care. This is fun. Uh, you said you got followed in Mexico? Got followed in Mexico. I have a few stories. Like, recently? Because there was one time where I got... Well, I mean, I got since m- I've been working with you, yeah. Followed in Mexico. I'm trying to think. Where you thought you you were. I mean, I don't know if anything happened. Uh, probably, you would have told me if something happened. But I don't know. I was on my way out the door, and you were like, dude, I think somebody was following me in Mexico. Like, you were in a car, and like car was following you or something i don't know dude i'm kind of curious myself like man because <laughs> they're there i have some crazy mexico stories but it was more like i put myself in situations you know mm. so no that's i'm trying to think because why i would say that to you unless like i was just like i say random things sometimes with like but i don't know why i would tell you that hmm. all right well think about it yeah if i think about it, it hits me i might be like oh i was yeah i was being followed what else we got the alien ranch oh yeah well, let's talk about this uh, okay. collapse of uh, Arecibo Observatory. Oh, man. Uh, this this radio telescope, I mean, it's a really badass observatory. Like, it's in the mountains. It's been in movies. It's like in two video games. Yeah, it's been in video games. Uh, so, if you're going to cry, leave the room. <laughs> I'm not. Are you talking to me? Yeah. Uh, I, I know you, you're really sad it. about it. Um, so it's, this article says the iconic, uh, structure in Puerto Rico collapsed, uh, on December 1st after cable failures in August and November made the telescope too delicate to safely repair. I call bullshit on that. I mean, there's a guy flying a fucking jet suit. Yeah, he died, but he did it. Uh, nobody could go. I mean, nobody could, uh, throw some cables through this thing and, uh, try to support it it just it's really it's really unfortunate i actually had this thought whenever i was coming over here like they're seeing too much we have to destroy it i know i thought that too uh, especially after yeah. i saw that uh that documentary um, you gotta question these things you just can't just let it fly by you, you know fly by night you can't i mean this thing is huge yeah. and expensive uh it does a lot of i suppose important work now i was built in 19 19- was it 1980? Is it that old? It's, it's pretty old. Uh, I didn't realize it was that old. Oh. See, I, I didn't take notes on this one. I kind of listened to it on the way. But um, yeah, supposedly like I didn't. I I'm I'm 30, so I played Goldeneye when it was in that <laughs> on that game. But supposedly it's a uh, it's in Battlefront 4 or something. Mm-hmm. And so it actually got a lot of a lot of people were like chiming in on it. Like a lot of people know about it from like Goldeneye the movie, and then Goldeneye the video game. Yeah. Then Battlefront. Uh, Battleground 4, whatever. Yeah. Battlefield. Battlefield 4? I think that's what it was. Well, I mean, Puerto Rico's been through a lot. Hurricanes. Lately. Yeah, hurricanes have Earthquakes. really 
done a job on that country uh and you know supposedly this was damaged uh by maria was it maria i think it was maria um that was a lot was like, yeah yeah maria damaged it in 2017 so earthquakes uh, too i mean if you're a giant old structure going through an earthquake yeah but i mean if they had maintained it would it have i mean would it have uh collapsed I like thought, this you want me to hold your hand you i know you really feel you really it 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 seems important enough to maintain it to where structurally it's not going to collapse you know this, this thing should should have been good for another 20 30 years it seems like i mean i'm sure i mean i know i know there's probably ways to have saved it like but maybe like no country wanted to help them they're like you guys are on your own. Yeah, I could see. They that. didn't have the resources. And there's other there's other telescopes. There's other ways to they can't to print, do the job, but they man. can't print money like the U.S. and just make stuff make <laughs> money up like like we do and get things fixed or you know. So maybe they their hurricane really devastated them and that like that was the well. Isn't Puerto Rico uh, one of our? Oh, is it? I don't know. Yeah, that's one of our like. I mean, it's it's almost a state. Like, <sighs> I'm such it's an idiot. Oh, you know, I wasn't thinking. But I, th- I didn't That's think. That's why it was Trump, Puerto Rico. Trump got a lot of heat for being an asshole. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Because he didn't want to. Uh, I was thinking. I rebuild. wasn't thinking Puerto Rico though, and I probably would have missed it anyway if I did know Puerto Rico. Yeah. This was the one I watched on the way here, so I was a little bit out, oh, okay. out of the. But yeah, I mean, the video shows. I think a cable snapping, and then it just all kind of went to hell. And uh, what is that? Guam did not provide a timeline for that work. We need a full. Oh, that's a guy's name, I bet. Yeah, my oh, bad. Oh, Guame. <laughs> Guame, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's sad. I, I like um, the study of space. Uh, I think it's worthwhile. And, I do, too. Uh, I think more resources should be, uh, I mean, all over the world, more resources should be put to exploration. But, yeah, it was just sad. I think, uh, especially since it could have been prevented. And that's it for the news. The news. Okay, what do we got? Let's do, uh, let's call this murder and mayhem. So, uh, this volcano eruption, I had no idea that it happened last year. I thought it was, like, more recent. I was wondering. uh, But I just came across footage, uh, through that video I sent you, Mm -hmm. of, um, and I'd seen certain footage before of a tourist boat uh running away from the volcano uh let's go ahead and say this was the white island eruption in new zealand uh it happened december 9th 2019 and i'd seen a video recently of uh the tourist boat running from the volcano as it erupted i didn't know i guess i missed it last year i mean it's pretty much a year ago that it happened. It wasn't like a, a giant volcano but it's still kind of scary because they don't erupt very often and know. you don't get footage like that oh no yeah i mean i i've been to mount st helens and uh you know when i was a kid and when i went everything was still destroyed like whole forests were mowed down from from that explosion and uh it was pretty crazy to see and then seeing this in hd <laughs> as it happened yeah. And, like, the fear of people reacting to something like, I mean, a mountain blew up, you know? In it's your pretty face. nuts. In, in their faces. Uh, and then, you know, recently, when I, when I sent you that video, it told more of the story about how people were on the island when it exploded. 
and people were, you know, they got burned and they got stuck. Yeah, they got third degree burns. You know, I think twenty people died or something like that. Oh, uh, they died. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, from the toxins, not from the burns, just from the explosion itself. Oh. And wow. then so that tourist boat escaped. And then they went back because there was a boat stranded. And yeah, people that's what were, I saw. People were stranded on the island. So it picked them up. Uh, and like everybody on that boat was giving first aid to everybody that got picked up. Mm-hmm. And that was that was pretty cool. I didn't understand the inhalers. Like, did they just take, do they take inhalers? Or did you hear that part? Um, I was just kind of curious on why a boat had inhalers. But well, unless they're just like masks. The like. tourists had gas masks on. Oh. Uh because they they went up to the you know the active scene of the volcano okay. before it erupted. Yeah. Okay. Because it was stable enough for tourists to go and check it out and come back. Right. I assume that's what they meant by inhalers. They are from where was it? Uh, New Zealand. So they might have a different name for yeah. gas mask. Uh, yeah. 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 It makes um, more sense because I'm like thinking of like an inhaler. Like yeah. Yeah. Did they all asthma. have asthma and they just happened to be all on the same boat? I don't know. That's kind of strange, but uh. I just thought that story was really compelling because they they outran it. I mean, mm-hmm. they could have been, you know, enveloped in, in all that ash and clouds. And uh, they heard people were in trouble, so they went back. It's kind of a heroic deal. Like, yeah. That one lady was like, I took care of him until we got back, like, the whole entire time. Yeah. I made it a point. I, and I like stories like that because you forget that people... Do nice things. Do nice things because that's the way people are. You know, normally, mm-hmm. if you're in trouble, like if you got in that car accident and you were hurt, somebody at the scene might have helped you. Oh, you yeah. Know, I was ready to give CPR. Until the- when I saw that lady's car, I was I was devastated. Like, really? I was I actually didn't know. Did that she that, get out of the car? She got, yeah. She was, she was actually outside of it and she was kind of shaken up. Not really injured that much, but um, I was, I was like, you walked away from that? Wow. You know, but I was I was ready to take somebody to the hospital or do whatever. You know. Yeah, yeah, and you that's that's how people are. They're in general good natured and will help others out if they are in need. Uh, but yeah, I thought this was a really cool story because I just didn't know about it last year apparently. And uh, yeah, remembering the fallen. Pretty nuts. It's been almost a year, huh? Two days from now. Yep. I uh, what else? Let's do some tenfold tirade. Wait a second. No, we're doing friend questions. Forgot about that. Yeah. All right. What do we got? So you get questions people send in? People send in questions. Awesome. Uh, if I can find it. Let me get Google ready. I did like three things on Facebook. So now I'm confused. Uh, Gabriel Clemen uh, asks, if you were a transformer, I mean, he has like four questions, so it should be fun. Uh, if you were a transformer, what vehicle would you turn into? For both of us or just you? Both of us. You only know like three. Um, man, I would hate to be cliche and say Megatron because that's like <laughs> one of the three. What vehicle would you turn into? Oh, vehicle. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I think the flying ones are cool, like a jetpack, or do they all fly? Not a jetpack, a jet plane, like a jet. Mm. Those are pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I mean, a Tesla truck? I don't know. A Tesla truck? Oh, those I mean, are pretty badass. I actually want to get one. Looking. Yeah, actually. They're wanna, only like 40-something, right? Changed, they changed the whole look of it now. It doesn't even look like that anymore. Really? Yeah, they're not com- They're not rolling that out. I was disappointed. I was going to get a, a El Toro-wrapped Tesla truck. Oh, that'd be pretty sweet. Dude, that's like dope marketing. That's like the coolest thing you can drive. Like the most, well, marketing is always about catching the eye, and that's like the most ke- eye-catching vehicle. But yeah, Jet. I'd go with the Jet. Awesome. Uh, I would get, I would do the, uh, Oscar Mayer 
Oh, Logan. dude. And yeah. then my robot form would be the uh, James Coney mascot. Dude, that's sweet. <laughs> See, I wish I had access to this question before because now I'm like, I didn't think about that. I just thought about it right now. So, I mean, oh, uh, what law? <laughs> Witty. What laws would you abolish if you could, and what law would you create? I would abolish taxes. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, that's your money. Yeah. Um, if I could create a law? Mm. Seems like the government, I mean, if the government can write a $5 trillion check, seems like it could pay its own tax. Right? <laughs> well, there's no consequences for anything like bad, like if it went the wrong way, you know? Yeah. Uh, if I had to make a law, mm. I, you know... I haven't had time to think about it, but I think everybody should join the military. Like, just do, like, a boot camp, at least. Yeah. And just to learn discipline. Because I feel like they're not getting that in school, you know? It's something yeah. that'll, um, I mean, taking orders, you know? Like, doing things that you're told to do. Yeah. With When you have no choice. Because a lot of times, you know, a lot of these kids are, you know, that I have to work with, you know, they have no discipline. They, now, they're just showing up whenever they want. They just don't care. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's sad. Uh, My friend in Germany... He said after high school, he had to do two years of military just because that's what was required of them. In Israel? Germany. Germany, Germany. You did yeah. say that. Okay. Oh, uh, see? And yeah, they do that They do that in Israel too. Yeah, they do it in Israel because they're like been at war for years, decades, centuries. Yeah. So, I mean, it. I guess it does make you more connected to the community yeah. if everybody has to do the same thing anyway. Yeah. But we're all about freedom in this country, so... You can be a damn hippie if you want to. Uh, if you were a food, what food would you be? In my younger years, I'd actually ask people this at in their interview, uh, being a restaurant owner. But um, something that makes people happy besides text me. Uh, dang, uh, tres leches cake. Mm, one of my favorites. Uh, fried ice cream. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh let's see one more question what two animals would you like to switch the sounds they make oh Damn. man well i have cats and they're already meowing's annoying so i'm not gonna use that i heard two uh male lions fight um uh, it was on a video but them fighting like like uh growling at each other sounded crazy like i don't know what, what would uh if cat if house cats sounded like that it'd be nuts so i'm gonna go with yeah we're both kind of in the cat category. Uh, cat and a lion. So I will do if... Oh, God. I'm thinking about it way too hard. Um, I don't even know what a giraffe sound sounds like. Elephant? Oh, I've never heard a giraffe sound right? at all. Uh, okay, I'm going to go with an elephant and a cow. That would be weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because cows kind of like... They have this really like... I don't know. It's like a weird... The way they make their sound is like... It's not like moo. It's like the way they open their vocal cords. Mm -hmm. like, you know, super so, loud too. So if they could do the elephant sound, that would be that would be nice. It makes kind of it kind of makes sense the way they blow out of their mouth. I don't know. Huh. Wow, you're tripping me out, man. This guy really got his money worth. Yeah, he did. Uh, thank goodness for uh, asking those questions. Let's do some tinfoil tirade. UFOs. Uh, tonight we're talking about John and Joyce Edmonds. Yeah, power couple. <laughs> power couple. Dude, they defeated aliens. I actually, I had to Google how to kill a gray after this because I was like, there's actually like some videos on. It wasn't actually, it wasn't an actual gray, but this guy posted how to kill a gray or something, and it was like a alien. Like oh, yeah. gelatin 
head or something. And really? he shot it with a shotgun. Yeah, he's like, will this will this hurt them? Like, I think he was trying to do like a non-lethal shotgun, like a blow. I don't know, like to knock them out, I guess. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. The guy obviously wants to take one captive. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. What's he going to do with it once he gets it? I don't know. I don't want to know, I don't think. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to know either. Uh, so let's... Let's read the meme that I sent you, if I can find it. I just had deja vu. Did you? I swear, dude. You were gonna, You said the exact same. I'm going to send you a meme if I could find it. Oh, wow. Unless you told me that before, like, recently. Never. I never repeat myself. I have a policy. I think uh, you said that in your last podcast. Oh, shit. Um, no. In 2017, John and Joyce Edmonds put their 10-acre desert ranch in Rainbow Valley, Arizona, up for sale because John said he had grown tired of fighting off aliens. Over 20 years, he claims to have slain 18 aliens with a samurai sword and to have fought off hundreds more. Um, I don't think I believe this guy. <laughs> no, get this. This is, this is what I think, and I told Gabe this earlier. I said... These guys acted crazy for 20 years, making up all this uh, rubbish, and <laughs> now they're selling their $500,000 home for $5 million. Yeah. That is a, that's crazy. They're robbing people. 500000 that's it? No, 500, did I say 500? Yeah. 5 million, was, right? They sold, no, it was, it, Zillow has it at 500000 but they oh, sold okay. it for $5 million. Yeah, that's just insane. All because of all the stuff that they said, like alien portals and killing aliens with samurai swords. Well, it is a 3,500 square foot home. That's quite a bit. Yeah, 500,000. On 10 acres. <laughs> okay, the yeah. 10 acres things, that's probably, I mean, it isn't, oh, it's in Maricopa County. That's like the biggest, one of the largest counties. Um, yeah. Okay, maybe, I don't know. It looks like the uh, the trailer caught fire or something. You see that trailer? Yeah. I don't know. We're looking at the... Uh, <laughs> This five million dollar estate, <laughs> and uh, it's just not that. It's not that fancy. I guess if it's ten acres, that makes more sense. I thought it was l like five or something. Um, but I mean, they have next door neighbors. You would think that uh, the neighbors would uh, have to fight off the aliens as well. Unless is this whole area there that one property? Ten acres is a lot. Yeah, ten acres is so, a lot. So yeah, I was kind of confused too on how because I saw I saw the same picture and I didn't really know. What was going on? Yeah, at first I thought this was a house, and this was a house. But I think this is all one thing. Where, where's the portals? And That's it has, a, it has a, a pen for cattle, it looks like. Yeah. Hmm. They had some cows on the... I know they had cows. Because oh, I saw yeah? pictures of the owner with it, like... But yeah. no mutilation. No, no probing. Yeah. Okay, so it says the couple bought the property over 20 years ago to start their horse rescue organization. I guess we'll do a plug on the podcast. It's called Hopeful Hooves. <laughs> That provides animal therapy services for children with disabilities. Damn it. I thought it was for horses. Uh, I'm a scumbag. Um, though life on the ranch proved to be a little more spirited than the couple expected. According to the pair, they first knew the place had some creepy goings on when they found all their furniture in the pool on their first day in the home. That's kind of weird to tell someone a lie like that. Uh, the couple claims... The ranch receives countless alien visitors who have been known to levitate Joyce out of bed at night. John Edmonds uh, claims to have personally disposed of 19 aliens. My first question is, where do they get their drugs from? I don't know. I'd like to know that. That's, yeah, this uh, is like some really hallucinogenic stuff. Yeah. What is Ar Arizona's known for peyote? Oh, yeah. I actually know a guy that did peyote, and he's crazy right now. Well, really? He's, not, he's really not that crazy, but... People think that he's crazy. Hmm. 
He's like, he, yeah, I, I took some peyote and spent like 24 hours in the desert. So I was like, whoa. Wow. And to this day, he's like a little on the loony side. He so, was part of the spirit world, man. Yeah. So these guys must be doing some crazy stuff down there. Sounds like it. This guy, uh, I mean, that that he fought these and aliens a with a samurai sword. sword. I mean, just tell him he shot him with like a gun, like an AK 47, AR 15, you know. First of they, all, they were on, uh, ghost adventures on the travel channel i don't uh understand why i guess you know they're legit now yeah strange man if you had the technology to come light years away and land on our planet to get stabbed with a samurai sword there's something going on there so i was listening to uh george nori uh coast to coast yeah uh because it's on spotify i found this out i was super amazed uh only 20 minutes of it at a time but i love coast to coast and you know i try to listen as much as i can but uh i fall asleep you know yeah it's on late uh so they were talking to somebody about aliens and they were saying how the little grays are not the real thing they are the robots of other aliens that makes more sense i mean they're basically drones what we would consider drones so some guy cutting him cutting him to pieces with the samurai sword. Yeah. I mean he's not actually killing anything <laughs> if they're robots, but uh But you would you would have the bodies. Like you would show you would take pictures, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like you'd be crazy not to Man. take pictures and then tell people that you killed aliens, you know? Yeah. People lie about a lot of stuff and uh aliens is one of the more entertaining things people lie about. Alright. I think we're done, man. What do you think? Yeah, I mean I have to go get more material because I'm out of uh, notes. Yeah, we're Let me good. See. Notes. Mm, nope. I think we covered it all. All right. Sounds good. Uh, as usual, we're brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Um, they create pin custom pin-on buttons for you. Um, they do buttons, bottle openers, mirrors, and magnets. Uh, you can email company at info at LoneStarButtons.com, or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, on his personal cellular device at 281-798-1996. Use the coupon code IWANTSUCK on your hairy tits and get some buttons thrown in for free. We're also brought to you by Jessica Dieter, agent of insurance. Uh, Jess is an expert at home, auto, flood, or renter's insurance. Give her a call. She will save you money on a high-quality insurance policy. Give her a call at 281-607-5263. Tell her, uh, you know, you heard about it on the podcast. And uh, she'll still try to save you. Um, We're also brought to you by Destro's Treasure. Uh, If you're looking for a gift for the holiday season, go there. We've got lots of uh, art coasters, uh, zines, print. Well, we don't have any prints yet. Um, Jewelry for your... uh, your hot lady or hot guy that's into women's jewelry, uh, just go to etsy.com slash shop slash Destro's Treasure. That's D-E-S-T-R-O-S Treasure. Uh, that's it, man. Can I, you, uh, can, I, can I ring the horn? I like a sound effect. Go for it. <laughs> you want to uh, plug El Toro before we head out? Um, yes. For the best Tex-Mex around, please eat at El Toro Tex-Mex Restaurant. Where our fajitas are our pride and joy. Uh, located in Baytown, Laporte, Palestine, and Clute. Thank you. ElToro.com, right? Oh, ElToroTexMex.com. There yes. you go. Uh, <laughs> let me recommend the flautas. They're freaking amazing. All right. Thanks for listening. Gently go fuck someone.